0: the greatest movie never made podcast a spinoff show of the good the bad and the nerdy movie podcast i'm your host tom with me today is my special guest jeremy say hi hey
1: everybody i'm back man
0: all right uh now as you know with this podcast we're talking about famous movies that didn't did did not happen or almost happened this is Today's one is very interesting because this one pretty much kind of did happen, but not the way we're talking about So what we're talking about is the third Batman movie, but not Batman Forever, although most a good chunk of what happened, what was going to happen, did actually happen in Batman Forever. We're talking about Tim Burton's planned, uh, Tim Burton's planned third Batman movie, which Believe it or not, the all research says the title was going to be called Batman Continues.
1: All right, yeah, keeping it going for with Tim Burton continues yes. on. I hear you.
0: Yeah, so he he want we want Batman Batman Returns, and the next one's going to be Batman Continues. At least that's the tentative title. I I wouldn't be surprised if Batman Forever was still a possibility, because with
1: you with you saying Tim Burton is still taking this one because. And you're gonna have to help me in on this. It's greatest movie never made. I just did a little research on this. With Tim Burton still going, we're still talking. Michael Keaton still going too, right? Oh yeah.
0: And what they were offering Michael Keaton a lot of money for this one. So, and, uh, now, so in 1992, Batman Returns comes out, and it's a big hit. Now, it's not near as big a hit as Batman. 1992 audiences were a little confused about certain details, specifically why Catwoman was. More was less a villain and more kind of a creepy uh, SMM dominatrix girlfriend deal, which not uh, actually more accurate to comic book than what what people are expecting, which is kind of what threw people off. Also, Penguin, extremely creepy, and then for some reason, a lot of Christian Walker that was going on with that. But we'll get to uh, that because that ties into the third movie.
1: Okay, great movie, though, the second one. Yeah. the The Penguin character Danny DeVito, fantastic in that one. Oswald Cobblepot, still a name that I have refer to to people that I feel like, oh my God, he looks like Oswald Cobblepot and they have no idea what I'm talking about because everybody's younger than me.
0: Yeah, people have just avoided this movie because it's so bizarre at times. But so when we're talking about the third Batman movie, we got to start with Batman Returns because a lot of things that got cut from Batman Returns was supposed to be part of Batman 3. Or at least tie into Batman Three. So the first thing that we should address, which is probably the most talked about, late, especially in the last few months about this movie, was who was that Robin was supposed to debut in Batman Returns. So much, so far that they even had hired a specific actor who gets royalties because they cut him with you know at the last minute. That would be Marlon Wayans.
1: Which is just to me when you first told me about this so intriguing yeah
0: yeah he actually literally uh, according to all reports even had a costume made that he put on for a what they call a uh, costume shoot so they did a they did a test costume see what he looked like in it and they were they he had a contract he got a hundred thousand dollars up front and he gets a royalty for both batman returns and the third batman movie which he's not in so it's and and his his started. character was
1: his his character is still going to be Dick Grayson, correct?
0: That's what it's debatable, but it's likely. Here's how I, my understanding because I did a lot of research trying to figure out how it was supposed to work. What appears to have happened was there were either there were multiple versions before they finally cut Robin all together. In one version, we get two flashbacks how the movie starts. The first flashback we get a flashback of just how the birth of the Penguin that what, what, what would have happened was we would have another flashback to the circus that the penguin grew up in and was part of, was also where the Grayson family were the Flying Graysons. Right. So we were going to find out that uh, the Graysons were uh, either killed by the penguin or they were part of the penguins clown or circus gang. So, hmm. Yeah, so the uh, initially at one point the uh, One version of the script has Dick uh, being part of the the gang and quitting uh, after his parents get killed by Penguin doing something kind of irresponsible, getting them killed. So he then goes to help Batman and becomes his partner toward the end. Like, for instance, he saves Batman when the car is under control by Penguin, and he's the one who actually helps him get uh, information that that ruins Penguin's uh, publicity campaign. Because remember, the idea was penguin was running for mayor.
1: Of course.
0: Which is another kind of crazy thing that you, you know people weren't expecting to have in a Batman movie—a penguin mayoral campaign.
1: Yeah, but, just a, a political statement by the penguin.
0: Yeah, but yeah, so uh, that plot all got cut partially because Tim Burton realized there was just too much going on in this movie. He wanted to focus more on Catwoman and less on the Penguin, which is kind of one of what happening. Now, uh, there's a couple other things that happened during this movie. For instance, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was not the original choice for uh, Catwoman. It allegedly, was supposed to be Sean Young. She got she was supposed to have been in the first one as Vicky Vale. She got hurt in a horse riding accident that was the first scene that they wound up cutting. And she said she was promised Catwoman for the next movie. So she says she had a a verbal contract which didn't happen. So she was just.
1: The but, series of unfortunate events, right there. Yeah, I mean, and
0: but according to all reports, she was very back crazy, so that's uh, literally back crazy that they decided right. not to take a risk for her being in the movie. So, they and now the other thing is the original plot involved Harvey Dent a lot more. Now, if you remember, Harvey Dent's not even in Batman Returns, he's in the first Batman, played by Billy Williams, the second one. This is where it gets interesting. Now, there's there were multiple drafts. One of the, an early draft had uh, Harvey Dent as the man who who uh, pushes uh, Selena Kyle out of the window, and, and in the process, when she falls and becomes Catwoman from the accident. And then at the end of the movie, she uh, then uh, when she instead of killing Max Shrek like she does in the movie, she uh, she does the taser kiss to Harvey Dent. He survives, though. But his face is completely half scarred up and he becomes 2 Face. so it would end with him running off or, or or the reveal at the end of the movie is him as 2 Face.
1: which is fantastic a billy d williams two-face a marlon wayans robin i'm freaking out already yeah uh, so
0: the plan was he would be, the very last shot would be him uh going uh, becoming two, uh kind of uh, uh debuting as two-face and that would be the next movie
1: and which would be and you're you're still talking about Batman forever and we're and the build, yeah the, I mean, that's what I meant and then the build-up to that would be to me unbelievable for this next movie that never happened
0: yeah so uh, now of course Billy Dee Williams actually had it in his contract from Batman that he could be he would eventually play 2 Face. so these were all set in the motion now for whatever reason They canceled all that and created the character Max Shrek. Now, another script had Max Shrek as the one who pushed Selena Kyle out the window, but then she killed him early on. They decided to cut that. They didn't want her being a killer. So that, so they decided that that made part of the reason why they decided to streamline this down. But the idea was Harvey Denton was definitely going to be the one pushing for Penguin to run for mayor because he wanted uh, someone, uh, a mayor that would listen to him. So kind of like he needed a puppet. So the idea was Harvey it was gonna definitely be involved, but he'd be more directly involved with Penguin's plot, not with Catwoman's plot. In the end, they decided to make it all Max Shrek. You know that's fine. Well, you know that's another whole deal. But so then we get to the third movie. So the plan was it was gonna be Batman continues, if that's the title. Uh, Robin would either, they would do it. apparently either a flashback him as a child and that he had been actually living with Bruce this whole time, but he'd been in college for the first two movies. So the movie would start with him coming back and uh, returning to the Batcave. So he'd actually, the idea is he'd already been trained. So we wouldn't have a whole bit of him discovering Batman's identity and stuff like that. But it still would have been Marlon Wayne.
1: Well, and it would have been interesting to see how they put that together.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, Another uh, detail that we need to discuss was going to be who was going to play the Riddler. Because the plan all along was the third movie was going to be Riddler. So, uh, Jeremy, you saw this too. Who was the first person supposed to be offered Riddler?
1: Blew my mind when I actually read it, doing research for this. It was supposed to be the immortal, the great, Robin Williams. Yeah.
0: Robin Williams was offered, well was teased uh what we should constantly bring this up robin williams was discussed for three years for two to three years about playing the riddler now in 1992 robin williams major comedy star major actor i mean we cannot even begin to talk about how big a person robin williams was megastar aladdin he's the cartoon voice and he's they're talking oscar there was oscar talk for his voice performance so, this is how beloved he is. You know, he's already made such great moves like Good Morning Vietnam, Dead Poet Society. He's a major star, in The Fisher King. Three Oscar nominations. You could not have picked a more beloved actor and one of the funniest actors. So,
1: and not to mention his how animated it is from his stand up comedy to just how he was and everything to where the original idea, when you go back to Adam West Riddler of just that type of acting, to be able to see him play that role. I would, I would, uh, I was going to say I'd die to see it, but that's an overreaction. But I would have loved to see him portray the Riddler in this yeah. series.
0: Now, what's interesting is the the direction they we're going to go. Now, the thing, they were also going to have Two-Face. Just Batman Forever, we had Two-Face and the Riddler. So now Two-Face was still going to be... Billy D. Williams, Mr.
1: Was, yeah. Mr. Colt 45,
0: Lando Calrissian himself. Right. Yes, yeah, sir. there should have been that, that should have been slammed up. Billy D. Williams, even though he's more known at that point for doing the Colt 45, he's Lando Calrissian.
1: Yeah, of course, and and he's a good actor. Yeah.
0: he's a great actor. He's a funny actor. Yeah, talented actor, charming. Now, what was? But see, here's where it gets interesting and where it gets complicated. Okay, so. There were basically um, three reasons this movie didn't happen the way it was supposed to. The number one reason is McDonald's.
1: Thanks, McDonald's.
0: So, McDonald's had a deal to do the toys for Batman and Batman uh, Returns for the Happy Meal. And Batman Returns being so dark and surreal that it wasn't really Happy Meal-friendly. So they weren't oh happy, they literally were not happy with how the movie looked.
1: It's well played. Yeah,
0: so they wanted, essentially, <laughs> a more family-friendly, bright, and colorful Batman. Now, here's the thing, Tim Burton could do that, he was an animator, he, you know, if you've seen his stuff, but he liked to work in black, he prefers work in black and white and dark colors, because that's how, of course. as an animator, if you ever seen any of his work, that's what he was good at, he really liked drawing in darks, not in colors. So, uh, or Bright Colors specifically.
1: It's his wheelhouse, yes. he's, he's wonderful. Yeah, actually. and the
0: thing is, you know, it, now at the same time this is negotiations going on, he's also got three other movie projects he's developing at the same time. Now, in between Batman and Batman Returns, he did Edward Scissorhead, a gorgeous, epic, beloved film with Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder. So, and that's a big hit and lots of, you know, big praise for him for that. And he also has a deal at Disney for, nightmare before christmas which is based on all of his artwork and he's the you know bi- behind the scenes guy on it so he's been, got that in the pipeline he also has two other movies he's developing at the same time so uh while this is going down he's starting to think do i really want to make this movie or do i want to make the other one
1: which is highly unfortunate because i really would have liked to seen this one i really yeah would've. so let me tell you what the other two he was developing
0: You'll get a kick out of this. Okay, so he didn't make either of these movies, but he had these in the pipeline. Mary Riley, do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde story as told from the maid who worked in the house that Julie Roberts started. So she was going, he he was going to direct that one. That one he developed for a while. The other one he was developing was Cabin Boy.
1: Wait, what? Wait, wait. Wait, like Cabin Boy? Cabin Boy? Chris Elliott's yeah, Cabin he Boy.
0: He loved the script. He wanted to direct it.
1: A Cabin Boy, a Tim Burton? <laughs> yeah. really? What? Yeah. I did not know that. Now that's hilarious. Yeah,
0: yeah. he, uh, uh, the guy who, who directed it was the writer of the script, and he, they, they all worked on Letterman together, and um, Tim Burton was a big Letterman. <laughs> I didn't had, know that. And he wanted to direct that movie, and for whatever reason, they could not give him the budget that he wanted. He wanted a bigger budget than it already had. It apparently had a big play button bigger button than
1: it should have had. I am, I'm I'm starting to get, I'm really starting to like where we're going with this podcast, because the what ifs on so many of these movies, Batman uh, 3 continues, Cabin Boy by Tim Burton. I couldn't imagine what that would be like, and even with a bigger budget, that is hilarious. Yeah. So, That's amazing. So yeah,
0: so he pa- so he decides to pass on the movie. Now, at the same time, they're still trying to keep Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton said he only wanted to do it if Tim Burton would do it. So they said, "Well, all right, well, how much can we get you to come back?" So, they offer him 20 million dollars. Now, in 1993, no actor had gotten that much money that's Arnold big money Schwarzenegger gets it later on but not you know only for a few years. not you know he didn't get that for Terminator 2 you know
1: so the idea of, what did he get that for because I was when you said that I was thinking that had to be for t2 what did he get that for
0: okay so he uh, actually t2 they paid him by giving him this expensive plane like the the movie studio bought a plane to give it to him that's actually the funny thing uh, yes, he actually that's... got paid 20 million for a couple of movies he got paid 20 million for uh, eraser
1: and don't say last action hero. Don't. He didn't get
0: paid that much for last action hero. He got paid fifteen million for last action hero,
1: which is still overpaid, he got paid $20 but still.
0: million for True Lies.
1: Okay, good movie. Can't and hate on that. And he also
0: got paid twenty million for Batman and Robin.
1: Oh, yeah. God! Mister Freeze was so disappointing then, in that that's movie. That's also
0: why his name is the top bill one over everyone else.
1: Take two of these and yeah, call the me in the morning, morning. Come on, chilla. Awful. Foxy. Anyway, we we digress. We could go off on that. i yeah. okay. Oh, I already
0: done a podcast about it.
1: <laughs> oh, on that yeah, movie? that was
0: my second podcast for this up For this, for good, bad, and nerdy. That was the first bad one. Uh,
1: okay, I need to go all the way back and listen to that because I would love to chime in. I'm glad you called it bad. Oh though. yeah. There's
0: no doubt that is a bad movie. There's some. I saw that free. That is awful. I saw it for free it my summer my summer job was working at the movie theater that summer. I saw it for free once and didn't want to see it again.
1: Yeah, you're free, you want your money
0: yeah. back, right? I'm, okay, I'm, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he so uh, they offered him twenty million, he says no, he said he would do it for thirty million and they almost got close. They got down to twenty five million and they decided they just couldn't justify it. So they offered to uh, Val Kilmer for four million, like so much less. So, but yeah, Val Kilmer gets it, $4 million. So Keaton's out. Burton is uh, finally out. They start throwing out stuff. Now, But here's the thing. When it came to the Riddler, they were still negotiating with Robin Williams. At least that's what he said. So in the original script, it was way more about the Riddler, way more uh, grittier. He wanted it to be a gritty, crazy, psycho Riddler. Which is kind of what Jim Carrey wound up doing in part of the movie. In other parts of which Jim Carrey was more like Jim Carrey, which works because he's the best part of that movie but um, he is yeah so, but uh,
1: that movie like you said before got way too bubblegum yeah
0: so here's what comes down to decisions on the castings for 2 Face and for um, riddler so in 19 so they're getting close to this uh, production they uh, they decide to hire joel schumacher and start doing uh, script changes but they still have rob williams as a potential star Robin Williams is not exactly excited about Schumacher, but he's like, okay, if they're gonna pay me, and this is this could be a fun movie to do because he's a big comic, book. he's a huge comic book nerd. Like, there's all, there's right. famous photos of him going to comic book shops and buying like tons of comics because he's loved to read comics all the time. So,
1: and I have no doubt, and I have no doubt he already knows how he would portray this. Yes. You know what I mean? This character.
0: So, 1994 hits. This is why they're negotiated. Ace Ventura comes out, big hit. The mask comes out, big hit. Big hit. They offered, then they quickly pull the offer and give it to him for because he wanted ten million to do it. They got Jim Carrey for five. Because you know, even though Jim Carrey's becoming a big star, he's still like he got paid four million for Dumb and Dumber. So getting five million for Batman forever not is actually not a big of a cost increase. But once again they're getting it on the cheap. So he's so he is in. They've already decided at this point that uh, if you got Jim Carrey, you don't need another in living color actor.
1: So, Mar- so by Marlon Wayne. Buy Marlon
0: Wayne. He still gets to keep it, but he got a royalty deal. So he got a piece of royalty no matter what. Chris O'Donnell did not. So they were able to get Chris O'Donnell. Interesting enough, this is where it gets interesting. The other option for Robin besides Chris O'Donnell. Have you ever heard?
1: No. Are you there? Yeah. I lost you okay. for a sec. Are you there? Yeah,
0: okay. So have you ever heard who had who was the other option besides Chris O'Donnell who actually put a did a costume test screening for? Him?
1: No. Christian Bale. Okay. So Christian
0: Bale almost was Robin ten years before he got.
1: Okay. Part of Batman. <laughs> what was Christian Bale even doing back then? Uh, he had, I mean he's done newsies, so. <laughs> Okay, I mean that's about it, though. Yeah,
0: right? but he—I mean—he'd already done Empire of the Sun, so he was a, yeah, he was like early 20s. So they wanted a good actor who was in his early 20s. So Christian Bale almost right. also got the part. So and the thing is, it's possible he was negotiating. Christian Bale could have been the other option if they had got, if Burton had stunk around also. So, so at this point they have already and they decided again they're going to change the script a bunch. Why are they keeping Billy Dee Williams when they got a more popular, hugely popular at the time actor? And that actor had just won an Oscar for a big hit movie for Warner Brothers called The Fugitive. Tommy, yeah, Jones.
1: Tommy Lee Jones.
0: Now, Tommy Jones, pretty big rising star. You know, was always a very popular actor throughout his career. But, but in 1993, people forget... You you Everybody remembered his rants in um, The Fugitive. He was just that iconic.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was, he was in a lot of things, too. I mean... He, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is 100% recognized. Yes, so
0: Tommy Lee Jones, great, and also good for crazy overacting, which is what they were hoping for. Now, so they hire him. Now, he said he hated every minute of it. He hated the makeup. He hated the party. He hated Jim Carrey, everything. So wonder- Which is not surprising yeah, at Not, all not surprising to me. At all. Uh, so, uh, what's funny is, so because they had them in the movie, that the, the original script did not have them interacting. It was going to actually feature a plot line where. Two face was gonna be the one who killed the Grayson, so it was gonna be Robin hunting down Two-Face, and then Batman will be going after the Riddler. And at one point that's kind of the plot, but they they kind of but they decided to have Two Face and Riddler team up. That wasn't in the original script, also. So the uh. and at one point so the and here's the other kick. Apparently in this script, it also featured one script featured Robin getting killed, saving Batman from a death trap that uh, uh, Riddler, the Riddler. Riddler sets up. Yeah.
1: Right. So yeah,
0: that w- so that also got nixed. And then we get to the final thing that I uncovered today, which is a big surprise, but also fits because they made a reference to it in in Batman Forever. Superman was going to show up. For what? Well, and here's the kicker. Apparently, they were considering having Christopher Reeve play Superman for one scene.
1: What? Okay. Tell me more.
0: Superman comes to help the. To, to, Superman is the last. So Robin's dead. Batman's about to die. And the only person he's got left to call is Superman. Superman hears him and saves him at the last minute.
1: So this is almost like a Justice League yeah, situation. Yeah, so they were,
0: they were considering bring, reviving Superman, and they thought this would be a great way to have a surprise Superman show up to save Batman. And, yep.
1: Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, real quick. Christopher Reeves and his accident and everything happened in what
0: 95. year?
1: And we're talking about this movie in... 90,
0: 90. 93, 94.
1: Okay. It's okay.
0: possible he could have done it. it would have, or the other idea was they were going to cast somebody else, but they, they cut that part when they got, it didn't get that far down the line. But they do reference M- Metropolis in the movie at one point. So, <clears throat> the, there was one idea was Chris Reed would show up. The other idea was they would cast somebody else, but they never got that far down the line. Alright, and then there, it was going to end with um, Batman locking up Riddler into uh, Arkham and he would meet the new head of Arkham, which was gonna be Jonathan Crane, AKA the Scarecrow. And then the fourth movie was gonna deal with Scarecrow messing with Batman. And they were gonna literally have everybody like Jack Nicholson come back as Joker. Uh, these will all be like ghosts that he thinks that he thinks they're alive, but he's under uh, uh, the, the, the nightmare gas and he's basically attacking people who he thinks are the Joker or he thinks Robin's alive. You know, that is, you would have all these nightmares he's dealing with because of uh, Scarecrow.
1: So in Batman 3, the Riddler does not die. Does Two-Face die?
0: <clears throat> That's unclear also. Uh, uh, the likeliness is that he would be, he would die in an accident kind of like he did in the movie. So. Okay. So it gets... All right, well... It's a little weird how that would have gone. But yeah, so essentially, Batman continues, would have, featured as some very a lot of details it would also be setting up possibly three other movies
1: now about this when when i was reading about this tell me when i was hold on i'm trying to look back at <laughs> some of my notes uh uh renee russo yes, renee russo was cast
0: as chase meridian so the character chase meridian was still was going to happen no matter what they were going to have her be a shrink who was supposed to be the new head of arkham and
1: what okay. was going to happen
0: to her is unclear. If she would just quit Arkham or what, but she was going to be the girlfriend. Like they, they decided to go with her. They were, they were talking about having Catwoman make an appearance, but uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was so hated the costume. They weren't certain if she would do it. Tim Burton also had been talking about making a Catwoman movie as well. So that was the idea: is she would show up just to kind of set up her own movie.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: So yeah, Renee Russo was involved. Uh, once again, when Keaton's gone, they drop they they drop her, and go with uh, Nicole Kidman.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. So yeah.
0: So yeah, you can see what was going to happen versus what, what didn't happen. Now, if they now uh, according to Tommy Lee Jones, if it had been Robin Williams, he would have been he, he would have been more excited about it. He was he'd signed on before they signed Luke Kerr. So he he felt like he got baited
1: switched. Well, I mean, obviously, because I feel like Tommy Lee Jones is probably like that. I and you probably would be. It's like I can't wait to see what he does with this.
0: And he's a notorious supervisor uh, too. So the idea is right. Him, but him and Rob Williams are kind of a, on the same level of how of their timing. Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey. He's a way more like I steal every scene, no matter what. I don't give and take.
1: Right right oh dang oh i mean just the idea of what this movie could have been to what it was is to me uh to save a little bit of money i still feel like the movie that they could have made would have been yeah. unbelievable and,
0: and and for context so burton skip drops out of this one he releases you know nightmare for christmas and then he shoots kind of yeah, kind of stealthy people that not people didn't know about this movie he was making which was ed wood which most people agree it's probably his most beloved movie if you've seen it. It's, 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 it is a great so, movie. So, him passing on this allows him to make Ed Wood because what happens is he gets the script for Ed Wood and says, I gotta make this instead. So he passes on. All, all of this is really because while he had Captain Boy's possibility, while he had Mary Riley's possibility, it was Ed Wood what he
1: wanted to do. And he did it well. And also, thanks a lot, McDonald's. Yes. So... <laughs> It's another reason to hate McDonald's.
0: Yeah, so that's basically what happened. So, uh, essentially, as we're dealing with, you know, we've talked about this for a while. Uh, what what we're dealing with, again, is a movie that could have been a colossal hit or a colossal failure, too. Because, for all we know, nobody would have wanted to see uh, Marlon Wayans as Robin. But, uh, but, if we still had Michael Keaton, they might have actually been okay with it. So, And we don't know how Marlon Wayans and Michael Keaton would have gotten along. So,
1: but the thing is, is if you think about your headline of you've got Billy D. Williams as Two-Face, you've got Robin Williams as the Riddler, you're going to have Rene Russo, Marlon Wayans, you're still going to have Michael Keaton, I mean, you're going to have the flashes and a little bit of Danny DeVito of how his character got it. I mean, it, you're talking, as far as I'm concerned, I'm sold. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, it's it's an interesting idea, though, what, what could have happened, and honestly, I think for it to work, they would have had to have done what they they planned to do in uh, Batman Returns. Marlon Wayans got cast before he started playing on In Living Color. That's the thing a lot of people don't realize. He got the part before he joined In Living Color, even though, you know, Damon and Keenan, that was their family show. He hadn't been, he didn't want to join In Living Color. They kind of talked him into coming on the show. So he was trying to establish himself as a separate actor. So he would have gotten the part and he would have, you know, the only movie he would have done before he did that was Mo Bunny.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, this could have changed oh, yeah, his definitely. career completely. I mean, I, I just it, it's one of those things to me. It's like this is one of those, didn't happen, but really would have loved to see what it would have looked like if it would have been. I, and
0: like I said, you know, if it worked, it would have been a huge hit. If it hadn't worked, uh, they probably would not definitely made Batman Forever because that's the thing about it. If the movie, if nobody had liked Batman Returns, Batman Forever, I doubt would have happened. That's kind of the interesting fact because we saw when they made Batman and Robin, which nobody liked. They didn't make a Batman
1: movie for nope. years. Yeah, and and honestly, I got to the point to where I was just like, I think it was after Batman and Robin was Mister yeah, Freeze. and correct? Poison
0: Ivy. Let's not forget Poison.
1: Uh, well, uh, it's easily forgettable, but it's, I mean, it's, I understand, let's not forget. And I haven't, and yeah, but the the new Batman series with Christian Bale, I absolutely enjoy. And I almost wish they would have stopped completely with Batman until my inner childhood gets sucked in again with this new preview for this new Batman yeah, as well. Yeah, the,
0: the new one looks very cool. I, I, I yeah.
1: Well, I like it too because they keep the dark aspect of it. You know, there's a. I feel like any time when they got into what Batman Forever did and Batman and Robin, I felt like everybody was just like, "We're going in the wrong direction here." And I never even saw, to be honest. What was it? Is it Batman versus Superman yeah, or whatever? It's what, awful. Uh, I mean, I'm not. Um, I never I mean, even saw a, it. All of the anything with the
0: bath black thing is complete misfire because. I don't know what they were trying to do. Um, and it's not his... Perci- it's, and apparently he wanted to rewrite it a lot and they would not let him. Like He was planning to direct the Batman as a gritty crime you know, mystery. And they said no, but they wanted to do it anyway because they could get it cheaper without him. So.
1: but I Of course. Cheaper, slack- cheaper, do, cheaper. So yeah, but still, going back to this movie... It sounds like it would have been a hit to me. I feel like if you would have had Tim Burton, I feel like this would have been a not miss, and I really feel like we would have had a fourth. Um, a series of misfortunate yeah. events, and it always leaves the question of what would have yeah, happened.
0: Batman Triumph, which is a, the rumored title of what was going to be the fifth Batman movie, is similar. was a similar plot line. We're going to do that in another episode when we talk about what would have been the fifth Batman movie in this original cycle. Because that would have been the Scarecrow movie
1: and, then. So. In uh, the Scarecrow movie. Oh.
0: Yeah. We'll deal with that. Uh, that'll be another episode we'll deal with. Because that one, then we get to deal with the aftermath of all the Joel Schumacher stuff. If Joel Schumacher directed. Also, if the uh, Nicholas Cage, Tim Burton, Superman movie had been made as well. Because they were all gonna. They were trying. To, they, they figured out that these all should start to tie in.
1: Ah, uh, I'm so intrigued by all of these maybes
0: all right well i hope you all enjoyed this this has been the greatest movie never made the batman continues the or aka the third tim burton batman movie uh my name's is tom of course uh, my co-host today has been jeremy if you like podcast, hey everybody tell all your friends about us we we love word of mouth uh please write us reviews on itunes you can just, uh this is part of the good the bad and the nerdy podcast so. Please, uh, and make sure to uh, please, please, please comment. I want to hear more people talk about this on Twitter and on our group uh, on the Good, the Bad, and Nerdy Movie podcast group on Facebook. If, you, if you'd like to join, hit, send us up a message. Uh, we're happy to introduce, uh, add you on. Jeremy, got any last words?
1: No, everybody though, please do comment. Please say everything that you can because I want to hear what everybody would say about their opinion on how robin williams probably would have changed their lives if they saw them as the riddler i mean because to me that is a it's it's it is a part for a human and he would be a jim i'm not taking anything away from jim carrey but to see him play that role would have been amazing i feel like a lot of people would probably yeah, agree and with it's that. interesting; he would have
0: passed on a, uh he probably wouldn't have made this doubtfire if he got this part
1: I wouldn't have been mad. I'd rather him see him as this, even though Miss Outfire. I'm not going to give it any hate. It was great. It was what it was. But him as the Riddler, I would have preferred that. I mean, because that's one of those I would I would have loved to see it, all man. And thank you for right, having me for on. Thanks for listening.
0: See you all next time. All right, man. That was a great episode. I, I, I'm going to get edited and posted in a little while. So.